Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. So, any exciting news this week? <laughs> well, hopefully it will be exciting and come to an end that I, I'm closing on my house on the 8th. Yay! Hopefully. I am <laughs> had to jump through many hoops last minute and do a bunch of dumb stuff, but I'm very str- and I'm very stressed out. Uh, but that's okay (laughs) and then on sunday is taylor's wedding so that's exciting yay so lots of things going on (laughs) yes it's a busy time of year (laughs) it's a very busy it's like probably one of the busiest weeks i've had in a probably a very long time so just like two major life events no big deal (laughs) i had a major life event what was that I played magic for the first time in like a year and a half. <laughs> wow. That's exciting. Uh, did horrible. It was great. Awesome. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, uh, just going insane. <laughs> From stress. In my brain. <laughs> I I woke up at 7 a.m. already at level 10 of stress, and I was like, cool, it's going to be great. That's not good. I know. I couldn't go back to sleep because I, I just started thinking about everything. And, yeah? You when know. you think of everything, does it always include jazz fingers? <laughs> That's what my brain's doing. <laughs> jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> but hopefully by the next time we record, yeah. I'll just be like, so chill. Like the chillest person ever. Wow. That's the goal. That's the goal, to be so chill. <laughs> I'll be like, welcome to Sing Double Podcast. Like, Yo. And you'll be like, and I'm like, Stephanie Kretz, man. It'll be like a jazz jazz time. <laughs> I don't know. But without the jazz fingers in the brain. <laughs> I don't know how to... We're both <laughs> clearly struggling today. <laughs> I'm a little uh, tired still. Yeah. I don't know. I you know I knew I had to do my last bit of homework and and then went down a TikTok rabbit hole. That's what you do. Just one after the other, after the other, after yep. the other. Yeah, I was so adamant against TikTok for the longest time, but now one of my favorite parts of the day is having TikTok time before bed. <laughs> Yeah. Where you, Brenda and I just get over my phone and we just watch TikTok for like 20 minutes. Do you make it to the, uh, hey, hold on there. You've been watching for a while. Maybe you should take a break. I have never gotten that message. So oh. you are, <laughs> you're deeper than I. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm pretty deep. <laughs> I tried to have TikTok time this morning and then the stupid cat started murdering each other so i was like uh, i was like do i hear a cat screaming in the distance and i'm like no probably my imagination then one second later (laughs) they're just having fun right yeah you're the culprit oh he's over you and he's over here now apologizing you and sookie yeah i know it was brutal (laughs) he had a claw sticking out of his face oh Yep, you did. Because 
she always like and she most of the time instigates but uh-huh. there are times where he retaliates and then it gets then there's a rough and tumble they were like apparently brennan said they were like in a ball wrestling on the floor i like chased them literally all over the house to try and stop them it was, it was insane wait so i'm envisioning this in my head yes you're running all over the house trying to stop it, and it's two cats locked in a ball just rolling all over the place. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but then, you know, they unballed, and then we're sprinting from room to room, and Gouda chasing Sookie, and it was very dramatic. <clears throat> I know it was. Yeah. It's the life of a cat owner. And then Gouda was hiding because he knew he was in trouble. But his tail was like, <laughs> it was so puffy. Really? Yeah. Oh, is that what cats do when they get angry? They get puffy tail? It's like they're like excited and whatever. Hey, don't rub on my USB thing. On your who? My USB. Oh. <laughs> my headphone thing. <laughs> okay, you're down there. Okay. So uh, what are we doing today? What are we talking about? We're doing something very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Bizarro, but not <laughs> but not the C Lab Bizarros. This is a uh, recommendation from a friend of the podcast and fellow bro- brother podcast. Nick uh, Offerman. Okay, gotcha. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> trailer, tra- trailer blazers. Nick, oh, Nicholas quick Kelly. Oh, okay. Suggested Nic- Nicholas Kelly, huh? Really? Yeah. He, uh, he suggested this one because he loves Seinfeld. And it's Seinfeld good... is now on Netflix as of yesterday. Yeah, it's a good show. It is a good show. It's a classic. Classic comedy. Uh-huh. <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> that was my lead out for you. <laughs> Thank you. And so we are doing season eight episode three i believe called the bizarro jerry yep and while this is not a strictly a traditional you know complete doppelganger-esque type thing that we usually do like a twin or a clone it is indeed still a bizarro experience it is you know funny enough that I did not remember this episode for the bizarro aspect of it, but rather you remembered the other it for aspect the, of it. <laughs> the other <laughs> aspects. <the> yes. <laughs> Same. As soon as it started, I was like, oh, it's this one. <laughs> so yeah, bizarro wasn't even in my mind at all. I know. So basically, there as as with every Seinfeld episode, there's, you know, several little trails of silly stories going on. Um George is trying to land a date mm-hmm. with a hot lady receptionist. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jerry is getting set up on a date with Elaine's friend. Mm-hmm. And Kramer somehow finds himself <laughs> working for a very important business. <laughs> yep. And Elaine is, uh, I guess, the crux, the crux of the story. Is yes. that Elaine has been dating this man named Kevin, who's very nice, but she's just not in. She's just not that into him. However, she suggests that they be friends, and to her complete surprise, he's all on board with that. Yep. And 
he even wants to do all of the things that Jerry never wants to do with her. So she's like, this is great. I got a new friend. (laughs) Well, what are friends for? Indeed. So, and then she also gives Jerry a photograph of a hot lady that he wants to set her, set him up on a date with. Uh And funnily enough, the photograph has like all of her stats on the back. Like, it's because, you know, she just knows Jerry so well. Yep. She knows exactly what he wants in a date. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, yep, these all fit. Great. I'll go on a date with her. And then George decides to take the photo. And he's like, because earlier in the episode, they are going to the bathroom somewhere in this office building that Kramer gets sucked into. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the receptionist at the office is very attractive. And George is like, well, I'll never have a chance with her. But then he sees this photo and he's like, hey, if I. Yes, you look like you're about to say something. I am. I I was going to say, I'm assuming that in an earlier episode, they discuss this uh, tactic for picking up women. Because Jerry says, are you going to use the fiance, use the fiance thing? Yes, because his fiance long ago passed away susan she died (laughs) so he says he'll use that and pretend that this is susan in the photo because if you've already dated a hot woman then that means you're already in the hot woman club and you are free to date other hot women apparently that's their logic (laughs) seems sound (laughs) so he goes back to the office building with which and Kramer is already there doing business somehow he just got sucked into it yep um but so he's like talking to the woman pretending he has an appointment in the building and then he opens his wallet and he's like oh no and then the the photo slips out and she picks Uh it up and she's like oh this woman is so beautiful and he's like oh that's my dead fiance she's just like oh wow do you want to get a drink (laughs) I I like how you use slips out Uh uh-huh he didn't accidentally grab it and toss it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it like exploded out of his wallet on purpose. Because <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally grabbed it and tossed it. Oh, oh my Lord. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. <coughs> I didn't mean for that to happen. Uh-huh. <coughs> so, meanwhile, Jerry is going on a date with the friend, the, mm-hmm. the woman in the picture, which I didn't realize that this was Kristen Bauer who plays Pam on True Blood. <laughs> but she's I just, would, like, way younger. Yeah. Wow. Because when I saw the cast, I was like, wait a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't a we have a True Blood name. connection last week, too? A who? A True Blood connection last time? In our last episode? Oh, yeah, Michelle Forbes. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> She That's was Star funny. Trek to me. That's yes, right. Yes, yes. She was True Blood to me. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, so he goes on a date with her, but then the thing that he notices is that she has man hands. <laughs> Which is what Brad knows this episode to yes, be about. <laughs> same. So, like, every time she does anything with her hand, Jerry and the audience sees just this, like, very big manly hand. <laughs> But, like, wearing, like, a teeny tiny gold watch and, like, jewelry and stuff. (laughs) And, you know, as trademark Jerry is, he always finds something to complain about with every woman that he dates. It's kind of like a gimmick. It's 
true. on the show. There's always some weird thing. And this time it's man hands. Mulva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What? What? It's another episode. He was dating this girl and he didn't find a problem with her, but there still was a problem. What was the problem? He couldn't remember her name. Mm. Yeah. And he was trying slick ways to figure out her name. And he's like, has anyone ever, did you ever get made fun of for your name? And she's like, oh, you know, in elementary school, you know, <laughs> kids make fun of you, your name when it rhymes with a female body part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Dolores. Her name he was Dolores. So he it's said like, Volva. Volva. <laughs> <laughs> And that episode ends with him hanging out the windows. Dolores! It's Dolores! And she looks up from the cab, shakes her head, and gets in the cab and leaves. That's funny. That's a good one. Uh, Anyway, Jerry continues to try to go out with this woman and... They're like at a restaurant, and she like is ripping the bread. <laughs> it's just like, just like literally man, literally manhandling, manhandling. the yep, bread. Exactly. <laughs> and she's like, "You want some?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not hungry. <laughs> it's just very funny. All the close-ups of her doing things with her hands. I really hope you have a fun fact about whose hands those actually. I were. do indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> So the other side plot of the story is, you know, Kramer and also a little bit of a side plot with Jerry at the same time, because um, Kramer is so busy at this new job that he doesn't work for. Right. (laughs) And uh, him and Jerry are very codependent. So he's we're all used to Jerry doesn't have like a job job because he's a comedian, obviously, and in the show and in real life. Yep. And so, you know. He expects Kramer to be bursting through his door all day. And and he's just, you know, he's like, where were you last night? I waited up for you. <laughs> and like all of these very relationshipy type situations. Yeah, Jerry's the wife. Kramer's uh-huh. the husband. Yeah, the, the overworking husband. ignoring her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Him, There's sorry. <laughs> There's one, I think the funniest one is when he's like sitting in the living room or sitting at the the dining table and then kramer comes home so late and he's like he's like i waited up for you and now the chicken is cold and he's like oh wow you made me dinner he's like i ordered it i put in the effort okay <laughs> yeah. i ordered out it's still effort i think was the exact one. yes yes <laughs> and he's like i'm sorry i'm just like you know this is just my busy time of year and jerry's like you've worked there for three days <laughs> <laughs> Technically, he kind of really doesn't work there because he's not yeah, getting paid. Exactly. <laughs> and then he's starting to get like an ulcer from the stress of his job. <laughs> it's <Yep>. very silly. <laughs> and he's like, I have to go do these reports by nine o'clock or. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was funny. I, yes. I, I, just, I don't think Kramer ever actually has a real job in this show, does he? I don't think so. He just has his, like, gimmicks over and over again. He must be independently wealthy. Or something. Who knows? To live in New York and... In an apartment in New York, yeah. Yep. I don't know. Be able to do whatever he does. (laughs) He has his schemes, his gimmicks, his inventions. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how he lives life. 
Um, yes, yeah, so the George the George story thread is uh, he goes on a date with the hot receptionist yep. who gets him into a club that he always thought was a like a butcher shop or a meatpacking warehouse, but it's filled with hot models, and he's he tells the first well they seem unimpressed by him at first and he's like he's like you know i would have loved to take my my ex my fiance here who died and he's like here i think i have a picture of her and then (laughs) he shows her the picture of um jillian i think is the woman's name and then she and then they're like "Ooh, hey do you want to (laughs) dance then he has even more options uh-huh. <laughs> so he is feeling very good about himself because yeah. he has this key to the kingdom and doing a very George thing yep leaving a good thing behind for what might be a better thing yes the grass is not always greener but it always is seems that way to him mm-hmm. <laughs> so he cancels a date with another date with the receptionist because one of the other models wants to go out with him and he thinks that oh he has all this these chances now all these opportunities but while he's doing his hair the picture burns up from the hair dryer because he left the running hair dryer on top of the picture and it sets ablaze so now Mm -hmm. he's lost his key did you enjoy the picture that he was trying to emulate and the hanging on his wall? In the, yeah, was that <laughs> what guy was that? Was it NYPD Blue or something like that? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, one of, yeah he's the cop from NYPD Blue. <laughs> I think, yeah, very nineties. <laughs> That's quite funny. Uh huh. Yeah, he's trying to make his like tufts of hair look nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So then, so yes, the main part of this episode and why we're doing this episode. Is the Bizarro? Yeah, I'm sorry, I was taking a. I'm very, <laughs> taking a drink of water. Yes, you got to stay hydrated. Hydrate everyone. Especially in this line of work. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast line of work. Exactly. I also had a Red Bull, so I'm. Ta- I feel like I'm talking really fast. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. You good. sound pretty normal. Okay, cool. Maybe I just always talk really fast. You, I, I. Maybe I don't know. So sorry to anyone who listens to podcasts on one point five speed because <laughs> I probably sound like freaking Laurel <laughs> Lorelai Gilmore. <laughs> uh, but maybe if they slow you down to half speed, you'll sound drunk. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey everybody, did you like that episode of Seinfeld? It was pretty good. I did. <laughs> uh, that down to half speed. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so as I said in the beginning, Elaine was going on a date with this guy named Kevin. Decided they didn't yep. want to be friends. So that's yep. what they're doing. So Kevin agreed to go to some museum that Jerry didn't want to go to. And then there was a day where she asked Jerry to pick her up from something. I couldn't remember what the something was that he was picking her up from. Neither can I. We'll just say the airport. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Uh, She wanted Jerry to come pick her up, but he did not show, even though he literally just sat around in his apartment all day. So she's like, I had to call Kevin to come get me. He, He left work and picked me up and took me home. 
he's such a good guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he wanted to go to the miniatures exhibit with her that Jerry said, I don't want to. Everything there is just so small. That's weird. <laughs> like, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, a miniatures exhibit, is that like like in one bedroom of a house somewhere? Like, is <laughs> maximum capacity there was, three? There was an exhibit, I don't know if it's still there, at the art museum. Um, <coughs> there's one in <coughs> Chicago. Mm-hmm. Whatever that one's called, I can't remember at the moment. Uh, it's uh, something fine arts museum. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's like this exhibit that has like these little like you look in and it's like miniature houses and like little people. I don't know. It's yeah. it was really cool. So I would go with Elaine. I thought it was cool. <laughs> and okay. I think it, the mom in Hereditary, that was her specialty. Was like miniatures and arts and dioramas and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's what she was always painting little things in Hereditary. I don't remember that. Mm. I do. All I remember is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So, she then goes to meet up with Kevin at their cop their regular coffee house called Reggie's. Yes. Which is like the bizarro version of, uh, oh wait, no, before that, she tells, she's, she and Jerry talk about, after she is mad at him, the fact that Kevin had to pick her up, she's like, this guy is like the exact opposite of you. He's nice. He does all <laughs> of these kind things. He does this and this and this. And he's like, oh, so he's the bizarro version of me. Yep. She's like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, so he's like my exact opposite. <laughs> and she realizes that's true. Like, then he goes on to explain like the bizarro Superman thing. It's like his kind of like his arch nemesis a little bit. And, uh, and Elaine takes bizarro to a totally weird way. Yeah, she's like, so does that mean it's underwater? And like, no. <laughs> does, do is they say? Black? They say, oh yeah, is he black? <laughs> and he's like, you know, instead of saying goodbye you say hello if you say hello you say goodbye and she's like wouldn't you say bad bye <laughs> <laughs> oh elaine and he's like no you're getting way too <laughs> granular Can't with dance it <laughs> and bad at comedy <laughs> she's the best um so then she goes to meet up with uh bizarro jerry at the at the reggie's rest restaurant which is basically bizarro version of monk's restaurant which is where they always go to right um and then Kevin is there with his two friends. One is like a small balding man named Gene, and the other is a very tall, kind of goofy, lanky guy named Feldman. Mm-hmm. And she just gets there, and she's just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> because they, while not exact doppelgangers, they do look strikingly similar to <laughs> George Kramer and, and Jerry all together. It's true. <laughs> So she sits down at the table with them, you know, and they're all just so nice. Gene <laughs> mm-hmm. offers to get the check. Uh, just which is bizarro. Bizarro George. Uh, George for sure. <laughs> Feldman is talking about how um, he's got this great new invention he's coming up with. And it's an alarm clock that tells you the weather when you wake up. And Elaine's like, hey, that's actually a good idea. 
<laughs> versus Kramer, whose inventions are always ridiculous. Right. Um, like a toaster that gives you the weather. Right. Or living in your shower all day. Yep. <laughs> I think I remember that episode. That one is like ingrained in my brain. Um, <laughs> when, and then they're like, oh yeah, uh, after this we're going to go to the library. And she was like, why are you going to the library? She's like, we're just going to read. <laughs> She's like, what? And then they get up to leave and she just says, hello. <laughs> Which I thought was a funny nod to the Bizarro I think that aspect. was a funny nod to the Bizarro. I <laughs> While watching it, I thought it was because they just sort of left her behind. No, I think it was because she was saying goodbye, but she was saying hello. Yep. That was (laughs) it. That's definitely a funny nod. (laughs) (laughs) So she continues to hang out with them, the Bizarro versions. She even goes to Kevin's apartment, Mm -hmm. um, which she sees that he has... So there's a lot of stuff that I I have in my fun facts of what is Bizarro version of Jerry's versus this guy's. But I'll just do the plot related things first. So she like goes, she like comes in, drops her stuff, does well doesn't know where to put her stuff, but is just freaked out because everything is shifted. Like it's the exact opposite of Jerry's apartment. Like the kitchen's on the left versus the right. Yep. The computer's on the right versus the left. It's like everything's opposite. Yeah, it's like they took the whole (coughs) apartment scene, moved flipped it around 180 it's it's a mirror version yes a mirror thank you that is a good (laughs) that's the word um so she just goes to the fridge and she picks out a jar of olives starts eating it and kevin is like hey what are you doing and she's like i'm just eating some olives and he's like haven't you ever heard of asking first which (laughs) she was like oh okay (laughs) sorry because she always just goes to jerry's house and eats all his food with no no (laughs) questions asked yeah (laughs) And uh, so Kevin and Jean are sitting on the couch reading because that's uh-huh. all they do, apparently. And then, yeah. What should she's, happen? She's just like, what? There's a knock at the door. Oh, a knock at the door. Like, oh, I'm I'm coming. And he's like, who is it? Oh, it's Feldman. And he's just come to say hey. And, <laughs> and oh. A, it's Feldman. Your neighbor from across the yes, hall. Yes, instead of just bursting in through the door like Kramer well, does. Well, if he tried that, uh, that wouldn't have ended well for him in uh, the land of... Uh, uh, what's what's not Gene? What's his name? Kevin. The Kevin. Yeah. Because after every entrance, he always locks up and chains the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, hey, uh, what is the... Other? Then there's Bizarro Newman that they see. <laughs> Who comes in? And Elaine's just watching this. She's just so freaked out by the Bizarro world. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, the Bizarro Newman. I can't remember what his name is, like Vargas or something like that. Vargas, it is. That's is it, Vargas? Vargas okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's funny because Newman is a is a post office worker, and this guy is a FedEx worker. <laughs> uh huh. And they actually like each other. Yeah. He's just like, Kevin, oh my god, so good to see you. He's like, Vargas, and then they hug each other. (laughs) It's just, it's bizarro. (laughs) So Elaine is freaked out. (laughs) Um, Uh And then later on, she's walking down the street to go meet with the bizarro crew. And then Jerry, Kramer, and George are following her. George wants another picture of man hands. 
Jerry's just like wants to hang out with her and then she's just stuck between both of them and she doesn't know what to do and she decides to go with or maybe that's before she goes to their apartment I can't remember no that's after that is after okay yeah she introduces them all yes okay and then they're all (laughs) standing and staring at each other in the same formation and she's just like this is bizarro (laughs) yep then she asks for a minute with Jerry George and uh and uh I want to say Feldman, but it's not Feldman. Kramer. Kramer. Oh, and like while they're, uh, what are they doing? While they're chit-chatting. They're like giving a homeless guy money. She sees all three of them giving a homeless yeah. person money. While they're talking about getting like a picture to to mess with some women or something. Yep. <laughs> uh, so she decides to go with the Bizarro crew. Yep. For the moment. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess. But... She doesn't fit in with them. She doesn't. I wonder if they have a Bizarro Elaine somewhere. I don't think that they did, and that's why they had her for the time being. I feel like they'll find their Bizarro Elaine. Okay. Someday. It, um, it would have been funny if the Bizarro Elaine went to the Jerry side of things and <laughs> Elaine went to the Bizarro yeah. side of things. <laughs> um, so, also, Kramer got let go from his job because his report looked like he's like this looks like somebody who didn't even go to business school and he's like so we're gonna have to let you go and he's like i don't even work here and then the guy's like i know that's what's so hard about this (laughs) (laughs) but those toilets (laughs) they're the best apparently (coughs) i think Um, he told him he told George told Kramer to to use the toilet there because the flush is so intense it just pulls anything down. Mm. And uh, yeah, they sounded like a very good uh, high velocity toilet from the flush we got there here early on. True. Um, so then, with not getting the photo back from another photo from Elaine, he <laughs> goes back to the bar and uh-huh. with a picture of a from a magazine and tries to show a woman like hey this is my dead fiance she's like that's me you cut this out of a magazine this is an ad i did um and he gets escorted out by security yes but he tries to take take jerry there later and it is just a meat packing warehouse yep and jerry's like okay george sure you were here okay bud (laughs) but then we see the 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 magazine cut out in the <laughs> so it's true in the distance on the it's floor secret clubs for hot women that move when they get found <laughs> out by the ugly men <laughs> that could be the theory <laughs> i forget what happened with man hands i think he broke up with her he intended oh, to break up with he, her but i don't think that happened yet he wanted to break up with, or no, I think she broke up with him because he was going into her purse to get another picture for George and she grabbed uh, his wrist and like yes. broke it basically. And sprained or strained his wrist. it, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is why they needed to get another photo from Elaine. <laughs> and then we're unsuccessful. Right. So then the end of the episode is just the bizarro world that we see. It's. The Seinfeld track is running backwards. And then is we it? just yeah. I didn't even notice. It's the that. Seinfeld music going backwards. And then um 
yeah, we see just, you know, Kevin and Jean hanging out reading and then uh, Feldman knocks on the door and he answers the door and he's brought him some groceries and isn't that nice? And wow, <laughs> Feldman, you're so nice. And, <laughs> and then, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the complete opposite of the crew. Literally. And that was pretty much it, I believe. Yeah, nice little short and sweet episode. Uh huh. That's named Man Hands, <laughs> and not Bizarro Jerry. <laughs> it is called the Bizarro. It is called Bizarro. I Jerry. know it's called Bizarro. Oh, Jerry. I I'm guess. just saying. In my mind, it's yes. named Man Hands. <laughs> it is the Man Hands episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hit me, hit me with these fun facts. So yeah, my first fun fact is about the hands. The hands of, uh, the hands are from James Reckart. He was personally cast by Jerry Seinfeld, who remembered Reckart from acting class at the James Best Theater Center. Okay. Let me see who James Reckart is. I'm just going to open my IMDb really quick. Sounds good. Oh, he... Oh, this... <laughs> that O makes it sound like you found something very interesting. <laughs> he was in an episode of X-Files. And... That's about it <laughs> that I know. <laughs> He's not a very well-known person. He's just, you know, he's literally uncredited as man hands in the <laughs> Seinfeld right. episode. Um, so here's all the differences for the bizarro Jerry apartment versus the Jerry right. apartment. Can I name some and you can tell me if I'm right? No, I want to go through them. Oh, okay. Because th- I have them laid out so nicely. Okay. <laughs> Thought so it'd be a fun game. Okay, if you want to, it's fine. I just plan <laughs> to read them all. Well, can I, can I list the ones I noticed? Yes, go for it. Instead of the cereal boxes on the shelf, everything's in nice see-through containers. Okay, Jerry has cereal on the shelf above his sink. Bizarro Jerry has pasta. Okay, I didn't re- I didn't realize it was mm-hmm. pasta. So maybe you should go through it because I'm obviously <laughs> bad at this. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so Jerry has a statue of Superman in his apartment Bizarro Jerry has a statue of Bizarro Superman in his apartment I didn't even see that (laughs) (laughs) the Seinfeld theme song is playing backwards throughout the end okay Um, Jerry's apartment number is 5A Bizarro Jerry's apartment number is the same it's also 5A um it's not very bizarro. No. <laughs> Jerry I has you were a bicycle. Say A5. <laughs> it should be like A5. Um, <laughs> Jerry has a bicycle hanging next to his bathroom door. Bizarro Jerry has a unicycle hanging. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just another bicycle. Uh-huh. Darn. Okay. There you go. Do, do, do. Is that it? Hmm. <laughs> Did I, did I miss any? I thought there was another one that I saw. Apparently not. I guess that was all. Um, oh. But I have more fun facts, just in general. Yes. Go for um, it. David Mandel was the writer of this episode and based the storyline on his then-girlfriend hands as farm hands, and is she's very self-conscious of them. Oh, sorry. Okay. I skipped a sentence. He based it on his then-girlfriend, Rebecca... 
According to Mandel, Rebecca refers to her hands as farm hands and is very self-conscious of them. Hmm. Okay. Um, Bizarro George, uh, name is Jean, um, and Larry David, the inspiration behind the character George, has the middle name of Jean. Hmm. Uh, David. Interesting. Sorry. Sorry. Um, David Mandel worked on Saturday Night Live the week Bob Saget was hosting. Mandel looked like one of Saget's friends and would therefore call him Feldman instead of Mandel repeatedly. When Mandel was struggling to come up with a name for Bizarro Kramer, he remembered this incident and used Saget's nickname. <laughs> nice. Um, the episode contains Kramer's 300th entrance. Into Jerry's apartment? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Tim Decay, who played Kevin, also appeared together on The New Adventures of Old Christine, Rage Against the Christine. <laughs> and also, I recognized the name Tim Decay, so I was like, I'm going to look that up. And oh, he and I, he looks familiar also. He plays Ward's older brother on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, That's how I recognized him. Nice. Those are all my fun facts. Cool. I'm counting. It's got it. It's just seven, right? Because mm. Newman wasn't actually in this episode. Oh yeah, that's true. Jerry Bizarro, Jerry Kramer Bizarro, Kramer George Bizarro, George, George. and Bizarro <laughs> Newman. Newman. Yep. Yeah. You right. You right. Thank you. I'm good at counting, just not <laughs> seeing the differences. <laughs> but you know what I am good at? Yes. Saying you can reach out to us via email at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. See, we do do suggestions. We do do suggestions. So if you want uh, <laughs> if you want us to do something, you know, let us know. And even though we waited for this to be back up on Netflix, I mean, if it's like a movie, you're aching for us to watch. Uh, I'll get that and we'll be fine uh, you can see uh, when new podcasts are released by following us on twitter at cdoublepod and sometimes Steph throws a little fun thing there I do try uh, to do but, it weekly now but more importantly you can follow Steph on all her socials at Steph plus verb and Steph is anything amazing happening on twitch not for me yet soon soon let me buy my house and then get a new desk that's my plan okay and if you're feeling super generous you can uh uh, rate and review us at apple podcasts uh and uh we would really appreciate that that is the best way for the show to gain traction do you have anything else to add nope that's all well then, until next week, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I usually say next time because it's just doesn't. You know, if we have to miss a week, it's not like we promise to be there and then we let you down. True. But um, until next week, I'm Stephanie Kretz, and I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>